Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. It is how the business works. That is how it works, especially in basketball. When you do well, we praise you. When you do, when you make mistakes, when you don't live up we to call expectations, you a bust. we get on you. But that, come on, Jay, you've been in, in basketball. You've been in the basketball culture my whole life from from birth. birth. You know what it's like, especially in the gym. You will call like you that's a guy fine, you know is fine. good. That's you will fine. still say he's a bum. You you will that's say fine. that. If, stuff. if we want to engage in that kind of verbal warfare on the court, good luck with that. Great, let's do that. But when we start stepping off the court, and I see what you're wearing, and you're wearing some rainbow tight shorts, like don't try to call me a bus or a bum. <laughs> Who's <laughs> what? What are you wearing? What are you wearing? Shirt. You call me what? You don't even dress the, the point. What? See, that's what I get angry at. All right. All right, that's fine. <laughs> but but as we're talking, and we were talking about this earlier, it turned into a real spirited conversation. Jeez. We want you to join it at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. It's just based off of what turned into a, a real uh, social media battle that involved Kwame Brown, who almost felt like he's like sitting there somewhere going, like, where did this come from? Because on the Up and Smoke podcast, you had Gilbert Arenas just tearing into the early years with the Wizards, including uh, uh, Kwame Brown. That's who Gil is, though. Gil just tears into everybody. everybody. Yeah, yeah. Garrett, Gil tear it into me, and I didn't even know half the beef that Gil and I even had until we explained it on the podcast. And I was like, oh, okay, now oh, I, I get it, I guess. That, yeah. Well, now he, I get it, Gil. So, so, you know, call him a show pony, but they, they called him a bus, and that includes Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson. And so Kwame then went to, to, to Instagram, and he just – he took the he went torch to everybody. And from there, we start talking about the bus label. So um, – Made by Juan on Twitter said that oh, the, the whole Kwame versus all the smoked beef started because Arenas called Brown a bust, a show pony. Jackson and Be- Becky with the good hair, which he means Barnes, uh, <laughs> seem to agree. Why are they skating and the media taking all the heat for the word in your discussion? It's those guys are former players. They were teammates and they called them that. And you're saying this is a media creation. They're the ones they who said it. We haven't talked about Kwame Brown in 20 years. Yeah, but they shouldn't even be. They shouldn't, whether it's Kwame Brown or anybody else, they know better. They should know better in terms of they could call him, you know, sorry it didn't pan out or whatever. But, you know, the word bus is just for guys, I don't know, guys that it didn't work out for for whatever reasons, I just don't like the word. I just don't, I don't see, like, like the word. I, I, don't, I know. take offense to the word when people say to guys that if didn't you, work out. If you saw a guy who was drafted as high as that, as number one. It didn't work out. And he, and he didn't do – Ryan Leaf's not a bust. No, it just didn't work he out. He had some issues. I don't care what he called himself. I'm talking about me, what I'm going to call him. I'm just didn't, it didn't work out. He wasn't good. He was sorry. Is it unfair to say different strokes for different folks? I mean, like, when I watch Matt Barnes or I watch Jack, like, if you're compar- – like, I am crazy competitive. Like, I'm crazy mm-hmm. competitive, especially in the game of basketball. Not in other aspects of my life, but in basketball, psychotic. Like, I want to beat your head in all day, every yeah. day. So – when I'm in an environment like that, when that talks like between athletes, I'm like, all right, like that's who athletes are. Like we're we're programmed yeah, that way. Absolutely. But when I, I hear when I hear, and so I, I can't even be angry at them for doing because that's just how you're kind of built. But when I hear people who aren't on that level, on the outside, on the out, like far on the outside, <laughs> far on the outside, people See, like the, the last time they competed was in gym right. class. That's the difference, right? I'm like. I can't. I can't allow you to do that. No, you can't. I can't allow. allow I, I, that's I can't. how I am. Like I can't really. I don't. Sorry. Doesn't mean. I understand that, that I could take that away from you. But come on, man. Like you ain't even like. 
have you ever? Like I tell people all the time, when they get to talking, I can give you some of my yards and my catches, and I still have more to you. You want to call me a bus like, in social studies? Man. Great. You getting A's? I'm getting C. I hear you call me a bus. That's that's your thing. That's okay. <laughs> A's in social studies. That's, you're a bus in social studies. And I don't hear those terms talk, used. Like trash talk back and forward, whether it's on the court or whether it's on the field. I've said things to people on the field like you're garbage, man. Like you, like look at your shoes, dog. Like. <laughs> You're like signed with ponies or something like what? So that type of conversation certainly comes up on the field. You know, like you're a bum. Like, come on, man. Like you trash. Right. Like you jumping up and clapping and doing all that. You're getting torched right now. That conversation comes up. But they still in the league just because they not ultimately like I'll use an example for to Bucky Jones that was drafted out of Syracuse. He didn't work out the way New England wanted him to work out when they drafted him for me and Eric Moulds and in, in the big receivers and at the time Marvin Harrison. They had to move him to safety. But doesn't mean that he was a bust. It just means that it didn't work out what they thought. That's all. Just didn't work out. Mark Sanchez, I hear people all the time talking about Mark Sanchez was a bust. Like, what the well, hell are you talking that about? That one is silly because – Do you not hear that, early, Alan? They had early success. Do you not ever hear no, no, that? No, there are bust That's labels that I don't agree with, with certain, especially injury ones. You don't tell me that, like, like Greg Oden. I mean, yeah, I understand that KD went number two, but Greg Oden – didn't work out mainly because he got hurt. But first thing people say is he was a bust. I but think it's, it's a term injury that's loosely, does not make you a bust. It's a term that's loosely used. It's very yeah, casually right. used by just – Random people, like, oh, you're a bust. Like, just I think it's you're right. casually used. And that's why I'm like, ah, we got to change that around over <laughs> He's here. He's to do All right, well, let's go. Let's you're wearing see. rainbow <laughs> yeah, no. high thigh shorts, and you don't try to call Stephen me a, a bust. Stephen A. jumped into the show earlier when we had this discussion to make it a two-on-two because I felt like I was being attacked. No, but Stephen A. jumped in because he wanted to explain the bust label, really what it comes down to. It comes down to the result. You're getting into the why, which I respect. But ultimately, how many times have you seen reporters say something? And you said, Keyshawn, or you said, Jay, well, they just don't know. And my response would be, we don't have to. We're in the results business. You can get into the nuances as to why something happened, and you would have a point because you would know better than folks in the media. But ultimately, what it comes down to is, what were the results? The fact is, is that in the end, the only thing that we can lean on definitively when defining the value of somebody are the results. That's what it is, based on results. And I don't need to have played in the game or played in the league That's fine. to see what the results you were can talk and react to the results. Yeah, Break but, down the but, results but, all day long. Alan. But you're using the word bust. That's all we saying. Mm-hmm. You don't say, like the term. To just I don't like the term. Just say a failed pick. Then it, it was a, it was a it was a failed pick, or it didn't work out, or something You're along horrible. those lines. You're okay. horrible. Eight eight eight. Say yeah. ESPN. Yeah. Such a Doctor Evil grin that no. you just gave Why me, not? Alan. Three seven seven six. Jay is in Brooklyn. Jay. Peace, 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 peace to all my Moors and Muslims across the world. Um, Keyshawn, I have to agree with you a whole hundred percent, man, because of at the end of the day, like if you took the effort and put in the hard work and dedication, sweat and tears, you know, is a producer a bus? If he got to be become a producer for a show or something like that and it doesn't do that great, no, I wouldn't say that he's a bus. I'll just say that 
it just didn't do as it was as it was supposed to do. No, Jay, you know, I would on, say that it was a sudden failure, no, but I wouldn't Jay, call it a bust. Jay, come on. I'm man. with you, Jay. Like, like you, fa- if you failed, you bu- you busted. If you failed, and if you like, you mentioned the producer thing. But fail, but fail. Like this is now becoming fail, a little too fail, much. No, of, it's not. But fail to who though? To fail to who? He failed to the show. The expectations. He, he brought up a producer example. And a producer comes on, you know, produces the show, and he doesn't do a good job. Why don't he, he does a good job show. when somebody else can do a better job? And he gets hired, and they let go of the person. You see a bus? Well, the, yeah. This is like somebody else. No, 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 awfully no. personal. That, that, that's, it's getting very personal. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that Jay brought in the producer part of it, though. I do appreciate is there somebody you better that, out there. Yeah, it may be somebody better out there from a producer standpoint. But but it's like somebody. It's just like somebody opening up a restaurant, and the restaurant isn't doing well. It fails and they close it down. The first thing they say is, "Is a bust." No, he beat the odds, man. He was open. He opened his dream, his life. His that's what he wanted to do. He accomplished that goal. And you th- like, right, so you think that he goes home going, "Hey, at least I tried." He wants to do, obviously wants to be successful at it, but it's the same thing when players, Kwame Brown spoke to it. It didn't work out for him. You're from LA, But he got there. You're from LA, right? He got there. Boulevard of Broken Dreams is basically all of of those who went to LA to become great actors and never became. Yeah, but that's something different, though. That's a failure. That's something different. I guess guess it's to understand Some people don't get picked. I, I was I was very I was very fortunate, right? They look my, a certain way. My my mom and my I came from a dual parenting home. Mm-hmm. My mom, no, let's be real. I came from a dual parenting home. My mom and dad both work, right? A lot of my friends that played sports came from single parenting homes where they were one of multiple kids, right? So when you hear Kwame Brown talk about like I was beating people for shoes to wear, the fact that he's yeah. came up from that. Like we use Giannis and Jen Lotta said from rags to riches, right? Kwame Brown made twenty plus million dollars during his NBA career, right? He made a lot of money. He made money that people. So I get that he may not pan out to be the hundred and fifty million dollar player, but I'm not going to sit up here and call that dude a bus, man. I'm not going to call him a bus. You see where he came from? That's not a bus. See, that's why it's a story say, of somebody who made it. That's but why, we like to frame it that you're way. You're going to make it's me easy. be a bad guy because so yeah, many it ways sounds I like a back. bad thing because people don't I, say but, it. Don't but, think about. it. I can counter that with a million no, things, and I'm not going to do it because I'll be the bad guy saying it. Man, you beat the odds. How are you a bus? He beat the odds. Seven feet tall. Man, it don't matter. It's seven footers walking around all day long. Oh, I could go find seven footers walking around all day long that didn't do it. Because they can't move like he was oh, able to move. Oh, it doesn't matter, though. Feet. Just because you're seven feet tall, it doesn't mean anything. Uh, it Still got to be able to play. It helps. If he was 6'5", he wouldn't have been number oh, one Oh, God, stop. That, come on. Like, you're going to make me be the bad guy and start pointing out stuff like that? Like, I don't want to attack this guy personally, but it's but like when it, you, but you use it, that. That's what happens. It turns in. See, it goes back to what you said originally. You said, oh, it's about the team's pick, but it's not. It's about the personal thing. It always turns into a personally. That's what happens every single time when you call. It was also not a smart thing for Jordan to do. It, wasn't, it was a bad pick for him, too. He busted on the pick as well. But you think Jordan was the you think And it Jordan comes up on his resume. If looked he, at him like he wasn't Michael Jordan, oh, I went through the list this would have been all over his resume. He would have been looked at I, as a really bad executive. But, but I didn't call him a bus as an executive. Probably, it probably didn't you go could. well for Jordan, but Jordan wasn't the only person that thought Kwame Brown was a top player. He wasn't the only one. It just happened to fall in his lap. He made the pick opposed to somebody else. Yeah, Kevin Durant was there and better or somebody else was better. Mm. But what if somebody else would have been in that position and made that pick? Well, there's somebody who wasn't a bust that we are going to talk to next. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. Yeah, he's a bust. Commercial insurance through Progressive protects your business and your dream. Choose from over 30 coverage options at ProgressiveCommercial.com.
CB. Ooh. Yeah, he should have went to 12. Ask CB about it. Yeah, we should. Chris Bosch joins us right now. I should say, I'm sorry. Hall of Famer Chris Bosch. There you go. Joins us right now on the Goodyear Hotline. <laughs> CB, first of all, thanks for joining us. Good morning. And congratulations being named to the 2021 Hall of Fame class. Well deserved. How Congrats, did he get CB. In? Congrats. I don't know how you got Thank in, you. man. Thank you, man. Hey, CB, I don't know how you got in because you only went to 11 All-Stars. You should have went to 12, you know. That's your fault. You know, you know, you didn't put in enough championship. work. You didn't, put in, you didn't win enough championships, yeah, you didn't win enough Chris. So, you know what, you're a bust, yeah. man. Yeah, man. You're a bust. That's what, that's what, only that's reason what we do. Why, only reason why you got in is because you was part of the big three. You a bust. No, it's, first of all, <laughs> they do. That's what they do, Chris. You know, that's what they do out here, man. Oh man, what's up, guys? Yeah, how you doing? Exactly Good morning. how it's going this morning today, <laughs> CB. And and I need you to be like the you know the one former athlete that isn't super sensitive to just a twinge of criticism. <laughs> but first and foremost, though, for for you to get the call for, for the Hall of Fame, I mean, obviously, you know, everybody always, you know, it's that. It's that wonder, like, you know, am I good enough? I mean, you've had your career, again, decorated. Obviously, the championships, playing on one of the great mm. teams of all time. Uh, even before you got to Miami, I, I thought in Toronto, a spectacular Ooh, player. Nasty. Talk about commercials, too, by the way. You're also commercials off the charts. I mean, that set a new standard. So, when you, when you got the call, like, how did it feel? What was that first feeling? <laughs> you know, it's, uh, that's been a very fascinating question, man. To be honest with you, I was in my office just doing my regular stuff in my regular day, you know, just making sure my kids were paying attention in their virtual class and, and not bugging me while I'm working. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much, that's pretty much the day that was happening, but I, I was expecting it. You, you're supposed to get a call regardless uh, if you make it or not. And just hearing it, man, it's just kind of my life going all flashing before my eyes pretty much. And just thinking about every bus ride, um, you know, every trip that we took, uh, every uniform that I put on, every teammate that I had, those were the things that were really just flooding my memory at that time and just being grateful for my, for, for my whole situation and really for the ride so far. And, and, and just to be mentioned up there uh, with the grace of the game, I mean, I, I couldn't ask for anything better. Chris, born and raised in Dallas, man. I, I watch it from the time you were at G Tech to the time you got drafted to your time in Toronto, your time in Miami. Like, have you started writing your speech, man? Like, how do you even sum all that up, CB? How do you put that into words, <laughs> man? It's it's really po it, it, man. That's a great question. It's really impossible to put it into words. We're gonna try. Um, you can't thank enough people. I mean, when I say the rides and stuff like that. I really do mean that, you know, the coaches keeping the gym open early, maybe even giving me a key so I could come back at night and just dream and aspire to be great. That coach who um, took me to the football game and, and, and took me, you know, to get maybe a hot meal after the game and then take me home, you know, countless, countless, countless hours and rides, um, you know, and, and really just support and help that I'm appreciative for. So, you know, I'm going to try my best to, you know, really, really talk about the story of basketball from going from the concrete in Hutchins, Texas, to the recreation center at Tommy M. Allen mm -hmm. in Highland Hills, 
to to Lincoln High School in South Dallas, you know, just aspiring to be the best basketball player that I could be. But more importantly, making friends, um, um, putting the work in, believing, dreaming, and just being a gym rat, man. That's what that's what I remember most about the process. That's what my friends and close ones are reminding me about this process and getting to this point was that they tell me, you know, you were always in the gym. That's all you did. That's all you ever wanted to do. And and now we're here. To be the best, you have to be around the best, right? You got a chance to be around guys like Eric Spostra, Pat Riley, the Arison family, with the Miami Heat organization that helped you guys propel. Uh, a situation that's kind of brewing mm. that we're watching with two younger stars and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown in Boston and Danny Ainge trying to surround them with the right pieces and Brad Stevens. What do you think is going on there, CB? What do you think is holding this team back from having that same kind of success that you guys had down in Miami? Well, I think it's um, competitive edge, if you ask me. I think they definitely, we can all agree that they took a tremendous amount of steps back this year. And when you have two guys like that, you should have, you should not have a season like they had this year. I think, um, you know, they're, they're going to have to get used to competing with an X on their back. Um, you know, due to the fact that they've been successful. If, if, if you have an off night, you know, Tatum will light you up for 40 points if you're not paying attention. So they're going to have to learn how to get over that next hump of expectation. And Brad Stevens is going to have to push those guys. It seems like, you know, they're lacking some sort of intensity. And it's been like that throughout the whole season. So we'll see what happens. Um, you definitely don't want to have a wasted season with those two guys, but with Jalen Brown out, I don't think they're going to uh, uh, last very long, uh, especially in playoff situations. But for next year, just looking forward, they're going to have some things to figure out. Mm-hmm. Chris, you won two championships with LeBron James, and his health is somewhat in question as they get ready for the play-in tournament. Do you think he has enough? gas left in the tank to get through to make a deep run into the playoffs? Man, you don't want to be injured going into the playoffs. It's a part of it. Um, They're going to be treating that ankle 24-7 pretty much around the clock um, until he gets into the game. Both he and AD have been struggling with injury all year. You don't want to have your two best players in that situation. Uh, But with that said, it's a part of the game. And um, if you're going to have two players injured, I guess LeBron and AD could be the ones that could overcome those challenges. And it's tough to repeat. Uh, it's tough to repeat as a champion. Those guys know that. And this is their challenge. With the play-in play situation coming up, especially with Steph Curry being as dangerous as he is in a one-off situation, uh, they're going to have to do it with their defense. Um, I don't think they can rely on offense too much. I don't think... LeBron is going to be able to fly up and down the court like he usually does, but he can still be a facilitator. He can still slow the game down and just kind of really make it a defensive battle. And, and, and you know, if they do that, they can use their size, look for them to trap Steph Curry um, as much as possible. They're going to have to make someone else beat them because if he has a 40, 50 point night, you know, that's uh, that's something that you don't want in a one-off situation. Yeah, the play-in tournament will be a lot of fun this week. As I'm as I'm reflecting on your career, Chris, I can't help but think of one of the biggest shots in finals history is made by Ray Allen 
and that shot doesn't happen without an offensive rebound. Mm. Is that even though again you yeah. you were a great scorer, you were an offensive player yourself, but <clears throat> is that in your mind like when you think about your career, is that your biggest moment for you to, to win that game, to, to win that game, to stay alive when they brought the ropes out, the, they were ready to celebrate a championship, <laughs> and you guys shut it down, and that doesn't happen if you don't get that offensive rebound. You know. I had a I had a coach Sam Mitchell back in the day. He benched me when I was having a terrible offensive night in San Antonio, out of all places. And I used to I used to let my offense dictate my defense and rebounding. And he told me one day that it, it makes no sense for you to be the best player on the court with the ball in your hands, and just because you're struggling on offense, everything kind of goes to waste on defense. That's unacceptable. And ever since that day, he pushed me to be better. And in that situation, um, I pretty much put myself all into the team. And I saw the benefit of it. And just to come up big in a play like that, it's one of those plays that I dream about all the time. And I couldn't do it again, even if I tried. I think you can run that simulation 10 times out of 10. Uh, Who knows what would happen? But it happened. Um, Always staying in the moment. And always rising to the occasion was something that was very, very important to me. So, you know, I just wanted to make a play. And to, and to make a play like that, a rebound and an assist, um, a lot of people would have laughed because at one point in time, people had to get me to pass the ball. <laughs> so, you know, I'm I'm very proud of that in my career. I'll let you say it. I'll let you say it, my man. Hey, it's great to see you. Thanks uh, again for joining us. Congratulations on the Hall of Fame. And, yeah, the instinct to make that – to not only get the rebound, but to find Ray and for Ray to be right in that position to make that shot one of the great moments in finals history. Again, thanks for joining us. Good to see you. Congrats, Chris, man. Congrats. Love that for you, thanks brother. Thanks a lot, guys. All right. Thank you very much, guys. Hall of Famer Chris Bosch on the Goodyear Hotline, KJZ, presented by Progressive Insurance. So coming up, we go back to a conversation oh, outside of LeBron. Which player has the most pressure to deliver a title? We'll get to that after Jay has this from Goodyear. Alan, you bust that one for sure. Key has it from Goodyear, and Goodyear is not a bust. Goodyear knows when the season starts heating up, so do the possibilities. Playoff hopefuls are beginning to emerge, and contenders are solidifying their position. From here on out, every game is a chance to create momentum, to make the right pass, the right move, to hit the perfect shot. It takes momentum to build up to the moment, but it takes everything to capture it. Goodyear, more driven. Hey, it's Greeny, and we'll be busy on Tuesday getting set for the NBA play-in games and talking baseball with the one and only Al Leiter. We'll see if he calls me Goldie again. Oh, that's good, Goldie. It's Greeny, starting 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus... Their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Ooh, this is summertime jam right here. Nyan, you me so excited. Mm-hmm. Jay's mm-hmm. always happy when the good music comes mm-hmm. on. Yeah, summertime like vibes right here. Yeah, this definitely has summertime vibes. Key with the Jesus sandals. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance all guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline I thought Chris Bosh was great by the way CB4 back in the days in Toronto man you know know what's so funny about him a lot of people deem Chris to be passive because of the role he had to accept playing with the Miami Heat but he is not passive. No. He's one of the most gifted scorers I've seen at that size and that length the way they utilize one of the last great post scorers in the game (sighs) Man, a pinch ball. I mean, he, he can extend the floor, mm-hmm. and he was a gifted passer. Yep. He was the perfect puzzle piece for LeBron James and D. Wade to win a championship. Yeah, no, there, there's absolutely no doubt about that. So we had a, a, a poll on a Twitter. Bust. He should have got Stop one more it. all-star. Stop it. <laughs> outside of LeBron James, we asked this on the Twitter poll on Key JNZ. Uh, outside of LeBron James, who has the most pressure? to win a championship this season in the NBA, not just winning play-ins and stuff, which is this week, but to win a title, who has the most pressure? We gave you Giannis, James Harden, Kevin Durant, or other. Yeah, what's the poll say? And the poll right now is telling us, I mean, and this is close, KD, 32.9%, Harden, 32.4%, Giannis at 31.2%. Ooh, okay. And others is 36 So it's showing you that those three are basically the ones, if you're saying outside of, LeBron James. Yeah, KD's issues is obviously OKC to beat you. I mean, Golden State beat you. You leave OKC to Golden Golden State. People are hating on you because you went to a team that beat you, won a couple championships, then you leave. Mm. In the middle of the night, you go to Brooklyn because allegedly, as we like to say, you want to show everybody I can do it by myself. And now you're on that stage. You set it up. You come here with Kyrie and James Harden. James Harden obviously couldn't get anything done at the level that they wanted to in Houston. Now he comes to Brooklyn. So these are the two guys. It's, now, it's I'll, time. I'll never forget the moment when I knew that all this was about to pop off. Mm-hmm. Literally being on the plane with Kevin and Rich Kleiman, who kind of runs the whole business for KD, um, after he tore his Achilles. And remember just like the mood of how KD was, right, at that time. Because obviously, look, coming back, uh, and that's a deeper story for Kevin to tell one day about why he came back and that stuff. But obviously, tearing his Achilles, I mean, he was devastated yeah. on that stage. Devastated. We all were. Everybody yeah, was. Because right? he was playing at such like a we were, high, high level. We were level. robbed of right of being able to see what he can do. And he believed that he can go. And obviously, the stats prove that he was still going oh, before yeah. that happened. And I remember just the way him and Kyrie, that relationship. And he was like, yeah, it's Brooklyn. Going to Brooklyn. I was like, wow. Damn. Like, and just like that. Like, I knew everything was just going to pop off, man, between Kyrie and then how they were hooping with James Harden throughout the summer, and they had a relationship. And that's why I said that they're the most gifted trio scoring-wise the game has ever seen. People don't like Kevin because – 
people don't understand Kevin. I get it. And Kevin is also polarizing, right? It's um, it's fascinating just because Key was like, no, it's going to be KD. But, like, you kind of, like, I don't know. Like, is KD still a people's champ or is KD the villain? I'm curious how people view. When was he ever the people's champ? See, I think KD turned into people's champ when he came back when he tried to play on that Achilles to win a championship because that's how much he loved and cared about basketball. Well, I don't think people even really – they were still was hating on him, though. Jay see, I, don't, I, I, think, I think the conversation changed a little bit because of how he came back. Uh, the fact the that he got two finals, MVP, finals. Yeah. No, he and showed that people Curry. recognized that he was, like, that guy oh, yeah. on we, their team. We oh, yeah. appreciate no, him to a whole No, started to level. see it that way, too. No, because everybody was still talking about – everybody was still talking about – even though he had left OKC years ago, they still was, oh, he – he joined. Yeah, he joined that. the championship. Well, he joined that championship. KD does not take the same heat that LeBron takes. No, KD no. is not. But LeBron KD takes is nowhere heat near for a number the, of different things. He takes heat because I mean, as how he left no, no, no. Cleveland as a player. Well, just as you, a as a baller to take all the other stuff out. Just as a baller, I think LeBron takes way more criticism than KD does. I think anybody that loves the game. I'm going to take away all the casual, shallow yeah, yeah, type. Yeah, yeah. Let's keep them out of well, the conversation. KD is, I think, revered in this game because when you watch him play at his best, it's breathtaking. And he's well, back KD to that this year. KD is ridiculous. There's no question. And LeBron's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous true. Too. It's true. But LeBron started off, obviously, how he left Cleveland. Then he goes to Miami and he teams up with Bosch and the crew. Mm-hmm. Then he leaves and goes back. And essentially teams up with Kyrie and him to win another one. Then he's like, I'm out. And then he goes to L.A. He didn't do well. He got hurt. But then he has to go get A.D. Oh, he was doing really you well know? before he got hurt. No, I'm saying. They were he, third the in team. the West. I'm just talking yeah. about the team. No, they were third in the West I'm, before he got I'm hurt. I'm talking but, about Christmas. I'm talking about, oh. I'm talking about after the fact they didn't yeah. even make the playoffs. So I'm talking about the whole season, not just the time that we was popping. Then you look at that and he, as people say, had to go get A.D. It's like, well, everybody got somebody. No matter how you acquire them, it's true. <laughs> the only got way to win a championship, you got to have somebody. I will say this: here's the difference. Durant is somebody that you you don't expect will shy away from a moment. Whereas I think a lot of fans will criticize LeBron because at times, like you remember, he switched off KD and had Jose Calderon guarding KD on that. 35 foot three that he hit that big three and you're like if i'm if i'm lebron how are you allowing but that did switch he, but did he i'm just switch saying or did but that's what they do or lebron passes it instead of taking the last shot like people will do that to lebron which is but he why he made the right play he t- i'm explaining why I know, but it's he just takes crazy smoke. man those are the examples where people say people will will criticize lebron way more than kd i don't think he's as i don't think he's as hated a player as I think you're you're making it out to be, I really don't. Who me? KD. Yeah, I don't think he is that guy. Or I was, those, I, was those voting. I was curious how. Yeah, you're, you're, well, you're asking how they asking, view him. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. But how about this? Let's make a team. If is you just mentioned how KD Kyrie come together, James Harden. Is there more pressure on the Nets to win this year, or is there another team that there's greater pressure for them to win now this year in this environment? In the I mean, I, I think. I mean, I, I would say for the Nets, I, I would say that there's. Way more pressure on the yeah, Nets because of their talent. The talent, and you got three dudes essentially that wanted out of something, right? Whether it was Kyrie, I got to get out of Boston. I can't deal here. I need my own team in Cleveland. This ain't working for me. And then you got uh, uh, Kevin. Hunt. Kevin got to get out of OKC because I ain't getting the credit I deserve for Steph. And then you got James. Man, I ain't playing here with you bums. I'm out of here. 
or bust or whatever you want to call them. <laughs> you sorry, guys. There, so. It is interesting, though, championship or bust, and I know we have a call we have to get to, but mm-hmm. I'm fascinated Utah just because Utah's been – and granted, Utah doesn't have the same sex appeal yeah, as the Brooklyn Nets do, but, but they've been like the best team all year long. And people say, okay, Donovan Mitchell, like, let's see. If, if there's ever home a time to win it. It's now. It's right now. Got LeBron's injured, hurt. Yeah, yes. exactly. The, maybe the opportunity will never be as good or as ripe it may be as no it Lakers, is man. right now. Let's go to the calls. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. And you know we have caller roulette coming up as well. Uh, Michael is in Queens, open holding a bit. Michael, what's up, man? How you doing, guys? Listen, great show. A lot to consume. And I just wanted to say real quick before I touch on Harden and the bust. You guys are great. It's the greatest morning show. I got a ton of options in the tri-state area. Say it again. You guys are intelligent. You guys are intelligent, intuitive, and just plain fun. So thank you for that. Um, James Harden. James Harden, for sure, is always the bridesmaid and never the bride. That's why that man has to win at least one this year and has the most pressure on him because he's playing also with two mercenaries, one that cares more about his vegan diet and the other one that cares more about his media company than they do the success of the team, in my humble opinion. Lastly, as far as the bust goes, in the Hall of Fame, they give you this bronze face, right? This bronze head. And what do they call that? They call that a bust, right? So I don't think that a bust is as bad as you guys are making it out to be, but I do agree with Han that it's based on expectations in the draft because there's a lot at stake. And as far as key goes and the diva key you're so diva is more like kiva should be your new name first off second off i have to defend i have to defend evan real quick because when you take a look at how about athletes that come in to be uh commentators right as opposed to say a sports management major isn't that the same thing isn't there nepotism there Anyway, I love your show. I love you guys. Have a great day. What was the last one he said? Well, thank you, Michael. What, what he's saying is is that an athlete that, can move right into the media, whereas somebody though. that goes to college and you know goes in for you know journalism or whatever, or broadcast media, and you major in that, and it takes you forever yeah. to get to a certain point, while you just like you played different. three years of pro, you hardly played, but now all of a sudden you're on TV talking, and I can't get there. Yeah, but it's different because. But I know more than you do because I've studied more than you. No, do. but remember, it's different. Most people that go to school for journalism, they do what you do. They they're in the newspaper. They're writers. They're very few are analysts. Our job was analysts. Well, analyst is right. It's That's... different. Former athletes are analysts. And right. So interesting because I always have this conversation with people. Like it's not fair. I'm like, dude, do you know the difference? Yeah, nobody. Th- there's understands a huge that. difference. There they don't. A- know, they just see you <laughs> on TV. Evan just jumped in my ear and said, "I went to school for six years and learned how to deal with key." <laughs> <laughs> I almost hey, but, used a four letter <laughs> word on national TV but, uh, with a three letter word to follow it. Alan, I'll be real with you. I mean, I, I got my job based off my name when I first came in. This whole thing, man. Yeah, but I, was, you, I, I hear, but like I didn't study basketball across the landscapes. I knew about my experiences, but I think once I got my foot in the door, then it was like. Like I had to go to class, right? Time to go to school and learn about the learn, entire thing. Learn job. about every, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, I do think though that's completely different because you're an analyst, so, you're analyzing yeah, a game, I hear, you I hear. at so, a high it's level. So different than I, I do. I'm just it's, owning it. You know what I mean? You own it. You should. We all own it, but it's different. Unlike Evan. Evan got his job based no, on his dad. No, Leave Evan alone. Not. Evan is mean? great at his damn job. If his Evan dad was a successful beat writer, if he wasn't a successful beat writer, columnist. 
Evan wouldn't be in the position he's in. How is that even totally untrue? It's what? so true. I've seen your resume. Sean Joseph Johnson. You've not seen my resume. You have no idea. He chaps my ass when you talk about Joseph Evan Keyshawn. like that. Yeah, he got my name all backwards. You yeah, can't even get my Joseph Keyshawn Johnson. He got my, so, not you, him. Oh. So you're saying I didn't get my job by going on Indeed, <laughs> like everybody else? You might have. For the no, job. that was part of it. I you still Indeed. I, I remember see what you're doing there. Yeah. You I went through the side door, not the front and the back. You went through I applied. I somehow ended up here, and I can't get back to my show. Somehow I'm here. I don't but you think know the you drill. Want to go back to your show. Call the roulette. It's coming up next. <laughs> Need to hire people F- fast. Jay has this from Indeed. Indeed can help you beat the clock with powerful hiring tools like Instant Match. Just sponsor a job, and Indeed will send you a list of resumes from Indeed's database on the spot. They also have 135 skills tests for things like computer proficiency or computer service talent, so you can find the right candidates faster. Did you know 10 hires are made every minute on Indeed? Just goes to show when you need people for work, Indeed got that work. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. It's time for Call a Roulette. You know the rules. Don't ask us how we are. We're good. I don't want to hear any of that. Get in, say your name, and make your point and ask the question. 888-729-3776. 888-SAY-ESPN. And don't mess it up. Don't mess it up. Especially you, Line 5. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. And before we, get, before we get to the calls, I got to read one tweet. Mike Gaffney, <laughs> hilarious guy, uh, a consumer of the show, of course, too. He said, everyone on the planet says, that guy fell down. Keyshawn says, 
no. Walking just didn't work out for him. <laughs> I'm a nice guy, man. Then he said, hashtag sensitive alpha. Sensitive alpha, Mike. I'm just a nice guy. That was fantastic know? by you. Sensitive alpha. That's the kind of day it has been. <laughs> Everyone gets a trophy. You tried. Let's spin the wheel. Great effort. Really oh, worked hard out there. You by Napa. Give it your all, Next little Johnny. Are getting involved in their local Take another 100000 for training. Napa goes above and beyond to serve you because their motor never quits. That's Napa know-how. We landed on line three. Oh, man. Line what three. What a way to end the show. Line Burn. three. Lots of air. Okay. Spin it. A lot of air on that one. Line two. Hey, guys. This is Patrick from Atlanta. And I am watching yet another year where my Bulls don't make the playoffs oh, and they didn't get a, a big-time free agent. I'm wondering if our front office, Billy Donovan, and Zach, as well as uh, Nicola are enough to bring a big-time free agent to Chicago finally. And I'm also wondering why is Zach so underrated nationally with the numbers he puts up. And I think Patrick Williams is the next Kawhi Leonard or Jimmy Butler two-way player. What do you think? Yeah, he's in the, no, he's going to be real good as he continues to learn the game. But i gotta, I got to push back. Your star is Zach Levine. He's out, man. Like, that's your guy. And, he, yeah, he missed a lot of time. Getting Voos, like, like you got to give that time – Donovan's a great coach. What other star do you want? you got two really good all-star caliber players. Look, I think the Bulls are in a really good situation. Obviously, Zach missing a lot of time down the stretch hurt them, right? Hence why you saw them slide out of the Mm -hmm. playoff situation. But, man, and I agree with him. I I said it during the draft. I was like, I hope hope my Bulls take Patrick Williams because I thought he was a sleeper, a lockdown defender. I like the pieces moving forward. Just take some time for him. Yeah, you got to be patient with him. I'm trying to think in my head, have the Bulls outside of when they landed like Dennis Rodman or something, have they ever got like a big-time like changer at the free agent spot? I know. It's been – well, they've I don't even yeah. remember them no, having no, a – not like, you know, like not a like star that, that Not like a superstar. I mean, yeah, like I don't remember yeah, getting they, they they a lot more time defending Chicago than – you know what I mean? Like I remember D-Wade was like, I'm not sure. Well, D-Wade. Yeah, D-Wade. D-Wade was at the end. But still, D-Wade. He went there out of spite. That's what was still. That's the year, too. I'm trying to go there. That's the last time. What do I'm answering your question. Spin the wheel. Line four. Corey from the field. Hey, Kiwi. Uh, does the 76ers, the 76ers and Jimmy Butler have uh, – do they have pressure to win the championship now? Did the 76ers – You mean the 76ers, 76ers didn't beat. Jimmy Butler's not there anymore. He probably meant Embiid. Embiid, yeah. Yeah, 76ers. That's probably what he's thinking. Do they have enough to win a championship? Is there I mean, pressure to win a championship now for the Sixers? As a basketball fan – I'm putting pressure on the 76ers. I'll be real with you. Doc's first year. I understand. That's fine. You see who's in their bracket? They need the Eastern Conference Finals. Eastern mm-hmm. Conference Finals with that they team. They should be in the mix. So they're gonna Eastern be, Conference right. Finals. If they, if they win their, their first round, which you expect they will, they play 4-5, so it's Knicks or Hawks. Knicks or Hawks. I mean, already that, in that the should Conference be, Finals. If they didn't get there. That should be pressure for you. If they didn't get there. You got legs. You need to win that. Yeah, but if they didn't get there, the disappointment level wouldn't be the same for me as it would for Brooklyn or Milwaukee. Well, if they lose in the conference finals to Brooklyn, I mean, I think you, yeah. you accept it, don't like, you? I, like, I'm all right, well, Brooklyn's just yeah. loaded. I'm, I'm fine with that. If they lose in conference finals or whatever, I'm, I'm okay with that. I, if they if, lose if, to if, the Bucs, though? If, well, and if they but lose, I don't think the Bucs going get that far. If they lose the bad, the if they lose bad, look, I want this whole conversation to be over about can Ben Simmons and Joel and B play together. Like, 
yes, they can play together. But you know some people, if they lose bad, would be like, is this the right move? What are we going to do? How about these twos? Oh, All you know right. you're going to see that, right? Well, who yeah. should you trade out of the two? Uh, That's going to happen. Roll it, it. Roll it. Line five. Uh, Greg from New Jersey here. Uh, Keyshawn, I have a question for you. Holly. In your prime, who would have a better who would have better hands, you or Michael Thomas, your nephew? What? Better hands. Better hands. Come on, man. I got suction cups and so do he. We don't we don't go against family. That ain't what we do. We stick together. You got suction cups. With suction cups. With suction cups. You stick together. Where do you put them? So you're telling me that if there was a company. Both of us could. Both of us could roll out of bed and find a BB in the dark. Now you just said like roll that. out of bed in suction cups in the same couple man, of seconds. I'm man, so get out of here, man. This is kind of weird, isn't it? Where are we like, going? Is this how we take the show in out? Bed, like, he's using we suction talk about cups, suction in, cups bed? in bed. We don't go against yeah. family, yeah. man. Nice way to try to split us, like but it ain't going to ever work. He didn't answer the question. Hey, no. Crazy. Nasty. Uh,